Hello there, I'm Sandali from Argentina and you are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hi there, dear friends, I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast, lesson 12 for Sunday, June 11th. Today's title, The Deadly Wound. Ooh. What is this deadly wound? Let us see if we can discover it as we study the word of the Lord. But first, shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the wonderful Sabbath you gave us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for guiding us with your spirit and protecting us and giving us joy. Despite the world having so many bad things, you are the one who gives us joy, hope, and peace. Be with us as we study your word. Guide us now and help us not to follow uh, the beast that will have the deadly wound, but to follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In his name, we thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. The lesson starts, as we have already studied, the beast powers of Revelation 13 and 14 represent a worldwide system of false worship. But there's more. So let's take a look here at some verses in Revelation and Daniel. Revelation 13, verse 5. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Revelation 13, 5. The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for 42 months. Revelation 12, 6. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. Revelation 12:14. The woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness, where she would be taken care of for a time, times and half a time, out of the serpent's reach. And Daniel 7:5. He will speak against the Most High and oppress His holy people and try to change the set times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into His hands for a time, times and half a time. So you can see here, my friends, this interpretation in this prophecy in Revelation when they talk about 42 months, they represent 1,260 days, considering that traditionally in the past, every month had 30 days. And also, um, it says time, times, and half a time. You consider it three, uh, one year a time, times two years, and uh, half a time, half a year. So one, two, and a half, three years and a half. So that would be also the same number, 42 months. Yes, Dickens, I see that you agree with my math as well. Yes, I know I'm not that good at math, but we try. So the question is, how long would this power dominate the religious landscape in the previous centuries? Uh, uh, no, 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 Carmen, it's not one year. No, no, no. And it's not two years. No, it would be three and a half years, but prophetic years. So what would it mean? Hmm. Let's see what the lesson answers. The beast would continue for a specific duration of time in history. In symbolic time prophecies, a prophetic day equals a literal year. In Numbers 14.34, we read, For every, every day a year, applying the Bible, Bible principle of counting a day for a year. 
Again, God says, I have appointed thee each day for a year. Ezekiel 4.6 This principle has repeatedly proven itself accurate in interpreting biblical time prophecies, such as the 70 weeks of Daniel 9.24-27. Calculating the time period mentioned in Revelation 13 of 42 months with 30 days in a month, we come up with 1,260 prophetic days or literal years. The ancient calendars regularly had just 360 days per year. Okay. In the 4th century, the emperor, the Roman emperor Constantine, legalized Christianity throughout the empire. When he moved his capital in AD 330 to Byzantium to unite the eastern and western parts of his empire, it left a leadership vacuum in Rome. The Pope then filled this void. He became not only a powerful religious leader, but also a political force to be reckoned with in Europe. In AD 538, Justinian, the pagan Roman emperor, officially granted the Roman bishop the role of the defender of the faith. The medieval church exercised great influence from AD 538 to AD 1798, including in the terrible persecution mentioned in the introduction to this week's study. Napoleon's General Berthier took the Pope captive in AD 1798, in exact fulfillment of the prophecy. Berthier and his army captured Pope Pius VI and unceremoniously removed him from the papal throne. The blow to the papacy was serious, but according to Revelation 13:12, the deadly wound would be healed and the world would hear more from this power, a lot more. Let us read Revelation 13:12 because we're just quoting it, but it's not uh, being read. So here, Revelation 13:12. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. Now, final question. Think about how amazing biblical prophecy is and how it reveals to us God's knowledge of future events. What should this fact teach us about why we can trust the Lord's promises, even the ones we don't yet see fulfilled? Oh, totally, I totally agree. We can't trust God's promises 100%. But there is a caveat, there is a problem. Many times we misinterpret what God has said. And only after the event has happened, we really understand and say, Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> so we are very limited as human beings. But anyway, this is the end of Lesson 12 for Sunday, June 11th. I am Mosir Sina. Mo Sena for my friends, and you are my friends. If you have any questions or suggestions, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram. Look us up, Believes UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars. And don't forget that despite the fact that we don't understand all the math and formula that can be created to calculate years and months and whatever, God is faithful. Trust Him and he will not let you down. Have a wonderful day.